Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host, for Nick's Nerd. Oh, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what, 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 yo guys, it's December. By the way, it's me, Nick, your host of Nixner News. This is Nixner News, if you weren't aware, based on the intro that just dropped. But, can y'all believe it's December? I can't fucking believe it's December. We're a week, a week away from Halo Infinite. A week away from Halo Infinite. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? We've been waiting for this game for so long. And we're a week away. We are a week away. Oh my god. Anyway. What's up? How are you guys? Huh? Can you believe it's December? I can't believe it's December. That's that's wild to me. That is wild to me. Like, I, I, I'm i happy that uh, the year's over. I'm excited for new things that can come in, in 2022. I mean, I'm sure you guys are. We'll, we'll do our annual retrospective. Uh, in in the next few weeks and and it, it's just it's wild man it is wild that it is already december this last year went by so slow this year's got gone by so fast i know i've said that on numerous occasions but it's wild man and 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 we got the 101 league starting back up this week after a short little break uh melee resumes on saturday um, I will be there. We will be maybe live on Twitch. If not, it will be posted later. Uh, FGC nights, I think, are going to come back in another week or two. Uh, Ultimate's on hold, though, for a while. But uh, that's what's going on. And, of course, we'll be talking about Halo Infinite in a couple weeks. Maybe, maybe not. Um, it does come out, and then I'm going out of town for a couple days after it comes out. So... I'm going to try and get as much in as I can before I before I leave. Um, so that might be a week or two before we talk about that after it comes out. But, but, there's still other things. Still other things. Um, and, uh, of course, we're going to get right into that now And as we shift over to our, our video game talk. And, you know, speaking of Halo Infinite, I've been having a shit ton of fun. Um... And, and I do feel the pain. The progression is a little busted. Um, they have made some changes. The update that went live yesterday made it so your first six games, you actually get way more points of the day. So it will help things go faster. Like it starts at 300, 200, 100, and then it, it goes progressive from there. Um, they Even the developers are like, please keep making your voice heard. So it sounds like they're on our side and maybe it's a, a top-down executive thing that they're pushing for the you know, this, this heavy monetization, it, it's a little higher than, than some games and people would have expected. I mean, it, it is a free to play game. I get it, but there's almost too many things locked behind a paywall. And they have said that they are, like I said, they, they are going to make changes and I, I do appreciate that. And, um, I was able to get the, the new armor core that they released, um, as part of their little mini event. Um, and, and, like, you shouldn't have to slog through Season 1. And I know that it's going through to May. And it's like, you don't want people to finish too early, but you don't want to finish to people... You don't want people to have to take the whole damn time to do it either. 
um, especially when it's like you own it, you own it forever thing that they're doing. And um, it, it, it is fun. Um, some things are a little too much. And I can see the complaint with this new mini event, the fracture event, because there's like you can earn things through playing, but then there's stuff that you can buy. But you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't be charging people for stuff for something that's part of, the, of an event when they should be able to unlock it and not just like tier skips and shit. And one of the bigger knocks I've seen is like you can't earn the currency um, through the, the, the battle pass like you could in, in Call of Duty where you could actually earn enough credits to just buy the next bot of battle pass and you can't do that in Halo. And it's like the the pricing is a little scummy in ways. I Like I get it. I do. And obviously I don't really care because I'm not really going to buy everything. I, I don't customize in Halo like I have in the past even though or like I have in other games. Let me clarify that. I don't. Halo, like, I get that customization, that, that it's there, but I don't, I'm kind of, like, lame when it comes to Halo. Like I, like, I unlock all this stuff, but I don't always use all of it. I end up always going back to the same thing. So, so don't get me wrong, like, I totally agree with the complaints and things like that, but at the end of the day, it doesn't totally affect me, but that doesn't mean I'm going to sit on the sidelines about it, you know? But, but like I said, no, they, they are committed to listening and making changes um, but they are just saying, hey, things are going to take time. They also said, like, hey, we were gone all week. We are going to start doing stuff now that we're back at work. Um, you know, they, they took the holiday break and things like that. So don't expect them to just sit on their laurels. They are listening, and they do. They are committed to making sure everyone is happy and having a game that everyone will want to play and continue playing. Also, in a major change-up, uh, Dimensional Inc. Studios, who you might not be super familiar with, um, but they're actually the team behind um, the DC Universe Online. Uh, they've announced that they are going to be working on a new Marvel MMO. And, which, which, like, you don't always hear a studio going from making from DC to Marvel, right? Granted... I mean, I know they're Dimensional Inc., but in reality, they're really Daybreak, and they used to be Sony Online Entertainment. They they've been making, they've been making games forever, so they know what they're doing. So in 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 all reality, it's not a shock, because they are literally the the king of MMOs, the king of MMOs behind Blizzard. So, no surprise, really, no surprise at all. And if you. Th- thought that they might be remaking Resident Evil 4 and maybe had doubts, well, you could pretty much put those doubts away. Because the voice actor for Albert Wesker for the game uh, pretty much confirmed that it's happening. Because he leaked um, concept art that probably shouldn't have uh, just because he could probably get in trouble because he probably signed an NDA at some point. And he also pretty much confirmed that he was doing it, so don't be surprised when the Resident Evil 4 remake gets announced. I know people consider Resident Evil 4, like, the best Resident Evil, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, probably gonna get announced at the Game Awards next week. Maybe not, but we'll, I'm sure we'll know soon, though. Uh, I'm not, I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't, but who knows? Uh, Capcom does strange things sometimes, but anyway, uh, 
So last week, obviously a holiday week, it was announced that Steam had its highest ever concurrent players record broken. So that means more people were playing Steam last week than ever before in history. Um, And it was an all-time peak of 27,384,959 concurrent players using games on the Steam service. This is per SteamDB. And this happened on Sunday, November 28th, just a few days ago. Um, Granted, Steam has just been breaking records after records after records this year. And the top five games, now, mind you, here's a game no one expected to ever be in the top five games on, on Steam, but they were Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Dota 2, New World, Halo Infinite, and Team Fortress 2. That is right, Halo Infinite, while it is free to play, is in the top five games on Steam. Halo is back, baby, and if you had any doubt, I don't know why, because its two biggest competitors are just are just flailing this year. They're just flailing. Battlefield's got its head up its ass. Vanguard is a buggy mess too, and I guess it's just not selling the same as as you know, Black Ops would or uh, uh, Modern Warfare would. But again, it's a studio that no one cares about in the grand scheme of things um, with Sledgehammer, so it's understandable, but just, wow, Halo Infinite, top five games on Steam, that is not a sentence I ever expected to utter out of my mouth, and I am here in 2021, that's wild, 27 million people, almost 28 million people playing on Steam on Sunday, that's crazy too, that is crazy. And uh, so we all know that that Xbox has uh, worked with a lot of different peripheral makers about um, like a mobile controller for playing Xbox Game Pass or Xbox Cloud Gaming, you know, on your phone or mobile, things like this. Well, now, uh, per a new patent, Sony may be working on a mobile controller themselves. Uh, for you to be able to play games on uh, PlayStation games on mobile. I don't know how this is going to work. They don't really have a platform in place for that. But uh, apparently they're going to do it. And you know what? Props to them. Because unfortunately mobile gaming is kind of the future. And, and I get it. I get it. We're going to talk about a new mobile gaming device in a, in a little bit. But it, it it's happening. CD Projekt Red also announced this week that they are going to scale back work on enhancements and improvements for Cyberpunk 2077 as they shift focus over to the expansions. Uh, They want to get those expansions out. They promised them to people. The game's been out a year now, uh, and they've been continually improving it and making improvements. Kind of want to hop back in, um, and uh, that way they can get people uh, those expansions that they promised uh, now several years ago, so just be aware of that if you are still playing uh, and things like that. In a major shift uh, for sh- game streaming, uh, Ludwig, who was a major Twitch streamer, has left the platform for YouTube gaming. This is this is not new. We have seen a massive shift in power lately. 
many, many, many major Twitch streamers have been continuing to shift over to YouTube gaming. Uh, no word yet on, on what the actual cause is. Um, I, I don't know if the payouts are better or, or anything like that. But it, for some reason, there has been a continual shift. Many people have been, leave, have been leaving Twitch and going over to, you know, YouTube gaming. It a lot. I, I think so. The doctor went. I think Tim the Tapman went. Um, Ninja went. This this is big. People or no ninjas at Facebook. I think, but no. This is this is big. A lot of people have been leaving Twitch. A lot of people have been leaving Twitch. Um, anyway, Valve this week clarified. Uh, after rumors have been swirling that a new Half-Life game might be coming to the Steam Deck, Valve did confirm that the Steam Deck will not have any exclusive titles. This is not something that will be exclusive. Um, it is a, a machine that will play PC games. It is not going to have any exclusive titles. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. But hey, that's Valve. They usually don't do that. Really, I mean, I mean, they're Steam exclusives, but again, it's anyone with a PC can can play it. Uh, also, this week, Activision showed off their new Warzone map. It is their new Pacific map called Caldera. It is set on a Pacific island. Obviously, it's it's coinciding with the launch of, of Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, I think that drops in a week or two. And, of course, I, I don't know if you have to pay for it because Warzone is technically free to play. But that is coming to uh, the game next week. And it's a cool looking map. It looks like Shipment is on it. Or a version of Shipment. Just like how um, Verdansk had different versions of different multiplayer maps as well. So, oh, nice to see that uh, little call out. But... Uh, if you guys are still playing Warzone, Caldera drops next week. Also, we finally know what our PlayStation Plus games, free games for December will be. Uh, they do drop on December 7th, so they're not available just yet. Um, but announced, uh, you will get Godfall Challenger Edition. Remember, that was one of the first games to launch on PlayStation 5. Uh, this Challenger Edition, though, will... will Give you max level and a fully statted out character, and it essentially goes straight to end game stuff. So you don't necessarily have to grind to get there. You can pretty much go straight to end game with a fully maxed character uh, who should be outfitted with the best gear. They said uh, based on the different things available. Mortal Mortal Shell, Lego DC Super Villains, uh, and those are the games that are available. And then the Three PSVR games are still available for free, I think, until next month. And then uh, two more things talking about gaming-wise. Um, one of which I, I kind of hinted at there that uh, Razer and Qualcomm have announced a new handheld gaming device. It is called the Snapdragon G3X Gen 1. Uh, while it is not technically a, a consumer device, it is a dev kit meant to show off uh, Qualcomm's new mobile chipset that, that favors gaming. Uh, they did pair with Razer to make the device. It looks it looks like their Razer Kishi, but with its own screen on it. 
Uh, looks really nice, actually. It looks like a uh, almost like a Nintendo Switch. It has a camera on it, and it is a a great little thing. It looks like it's got PC, uh, mobile games. It's Android powered. It looks like Xbox Cloud streaming is on there again because it is mobile. It is a Razer or it is an Android device. Um, they did say a, a consumer device may launch in the future, but again, this is meant as a dev kit. Um, inside of this dev kit is a Qualcomm Adreno GPU with the ability to run games at 144 frames per second, a 6.65 inch 120 hertz OLED display with full HD plus resolution, a built-in 5 megapixel 1080p 60 webcam with two mics, four-way speakers, haptic feedback, active cooling, support for Wi-Fi 6 and 6E, and support for 5G MM Wave and Sub 6, and a USB-C port allowing you to connect the handheld to an external display or use XR accessories. Very interesting for sure, as more and more um, mobile gaming and, and things like that are, are coming out. Of course, this will compete with the Steam Deck, but again, this is a mobile first device. Um, unfortunately, it, it is not a consumer device. Even though it looks like it could be, it is a dev kit you are able to get now as a developer. Um, I think it's cool looking. The screen is really nice. Pretty much the size of like my phone screen, I think, if I'm not mistaken. If not, a, a little bigger, actually. Um, but it's pretty solid. It's running some nice apps. Again, the, the controller looks nice. Uh, it seems to be based off an Xbox controller. Offset joysticks, um, similar to a Switch, of course, but I wonder, I bet you they did this ahead of the Game Awards and ahead of CES because more things like this are going to be announced at, at, at Consumer Electronics Show in January. I bet you that's what's going to happen, um, but that's really cool. You can check that out online everywhere, and then the final bit of gaming news here. So, obviously, it's the holiday season, right? Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5 have been out uh, about a year now, about a, uh, just over a year, and people are still having a hard time getting their hands on it, and obviously, scalpers are, are still a major part of that. Well, uh, a group of lawmakers on the Hill in Washington, D.C. have, have uh, formulated a new bill uh, in a goal to stop scalpers and bots. I don't know how a bill would do this, because obviously it's the internet and it's filled with people doing illegal things. Um, but it's called the Stopping Grinch Bots Act, which is interesting. It was uh, introduced by Paul Tonko, uh, Senator Rich Richard Blumenthal, Majority Leader Charles Schumer, and Senator Ben Ray Lujan. Um, and they say, quote, at a time when families should be able to spend time with their loved ones, digital Grinch bots are forcing Americans to scour out online sites in the hopes of finding an affordable gift or paying exorbitant prices for a single toy. These bots don't just don't just squeeze, squeeze consumers. They pose a problem for small businesses, local retailers, and other entrepreneurs trying to ensure they have the best items in, talk, in stock for their consumers, unquote. Um... These are the rules that they would enforce, essentially. Quote, prohibit manipulative technical practices 
that allow bad actors to use bots to circumvent control measures designed to protect real consumers, unquote. Uh, make it e an illegal Federal Trade Commission violation to circumvent security measures, access control systems, or other technological control measures on a site or online service. Make it illegal to sell or offer any product or service obtained by the described method. Okay, that's where you definitely go after scalpers. They wouldn't be able to post on Facebook anymore, Craigslist, or any of that bullshit. And then also, allow the FTC and state attorneys general to treat these abusive workarounds as prohibited, unfair, deceptive acts or practices and take legal action against these bad actors, unquote. Okay, I'm for it. There you go. Go after these scalpers, bruh. Throw them in jail. But I don't think this is actually going to happen. So <laughs> it's really hard to, to stop people on the internet from, from doing these things. Unless they have the item in hand already. But I I would love to see something like that happen. It's not going to happen. Um, one could argue that the scalpers are entrepreneurs themselves. Obviously, the chip shortage isn't helping the situation either. But who knows? Who knows if this gets passed? Who knows if it would actually work and how, how it would be enforced and things like that. But that's it for gaming news. Um, I do want to talk about some minor TV things right now. Um, Rangers of the New Republic, the show that was announced, I think, two years ago now as a spinoff of The Mandalorian, has seemingly either been shelved or canceled entirely. Um, other rumors say it might be absorbed just into Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, remember, this show may have focused on Cara Dune. We don't know. Uh, of course, Gina Carano was, was fired by Disney, and I don't know if she's back. There's rumors she's back. There's rumors she isn't. This was supposed to be her show, allegedly. I don't think... Honestly, I don't care about this show. Um, Cara Dune was cool, but her character was, like, a little play overplayed, too. And it's like, if you're going to name it Rangers of the New Republic... It, it makes it seem like they're going to focus on different ones, like, all the time. It's not always going to be one character. And, yes, I would like more Star Wars material, but I'd rather get stuff around characters that we actually care about than, than just, like, offshoots and spinoffs. Obviously, Ahsoka, yes, 100% want that. Um, obviously, the Book of Boba Fett is, is something everyone has always wanted considering we didn't get that rumored Boba Fett movie. Um, the Andor show, well, I, it, it's maybe if someone said before Rogue One, be like, who the fuck cares about a character from Rogue One? After the movie, Cass and Andor was a standout character. Now we get, this is a show I'd rather see than like Rangers of the New Republic. It's just a cop show in Star Wars. Nobody wants a cop show in Star Wars. Like, no, that's not, that's not what we want. We want cool stuff. Some of the other shows they've announced, kind of, I'm kind of not big on either. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, don't oversaturate the market either. And that's kind of what happened with releasing a Star Wars movie every year. They oversaturated and people got burnt out. And you also put out lackluster shit that wasn't that good. Like, they, they should have stuck to the the three-year gaps like Lucas did with the, the, the original trilogy and the, sequ uh, the prequel trilogy. Whereas Lucasfilm and Disney went every two years and then also had a filler movie in between. And look what happened. 
So don't oversaturate the market. I'm, I'm okay with them not doing this show. Visions clearly didn't do as well as they probably had hoped. So it's just, it's, it's whatever. I don't care that Rangers of the New Republic isn't happening. But uh, whatever. If they bring Cara Dune back, that's fine. I just, I don't want a whole show of her. Yeah, I don't know. And then we also got some Game of Thrones news recently. So it turns out that George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin, excuse me, had originally begged HBO for 10 seasons of Game of Thrones, not the eight that we got. And I I guess George George wasn't super happy about other things as well. Like, you're the motherfucker who gave them the story to follow. And couldn't finish your own damn books, George. You got no place to complain about that one. Yes, his the everything kind of getting cutting short and abrupt. I can get behind his his complaints there, but that's some other stuff. Uh, per this article from Insider, it says, "quote George would fly to New York to have lunch with former HBO CEO Richard Plepler to beg him to do ten seasons of ten episodes because." There was enough material for it and to tell him it would be more satisfying and more entertaining experience. Uh, this is per, per George R. R. Martin's agent, Paul Haas, as well, unquote. Um, it also said, quote, George loves Game of Thrones showrunners Daniel Weiss and David Benioff. But after season five, he did start to worry about the path they were going because George knows where the story goes. He started saying, you're not following my template, unquote. Ah, interesting. Uh, I guess then he also went, I don't, it, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Even uh, head of HBO chief content officer Casey Bloys has said, quote, if there had been another episode or two, of course, that would have been helpful. I would have taken two more seasons, but I do believe if you look at the totality of her arc over the series as opposed to the final episodes, her turn was more than earned and was planned, unquote. Talking about Daenerys, and I've said this, like, yes, 100%. If people thought her heel turn was out of character, they obviously weren't paying attention to the show. Yes, it came up a little faster than expected, but it wasn't out of the out of character. Um, I guess George also said, quote, I wish it had run for 10 years. I think that would have given us a little more time in the later seasons to end it, but that might just be because I'm still trying to end it in these books here, unquote. Yeah, that's right, George, you, you, you doofus. You need to finish your own book that you said was going to be out years ago. You said you were going to finish it during the pandemic. Where's it at, George? Where's it at, George? I don't know if two, se two more seasons would have benefited the show, though. I, I don't think so either. I still think it would have, people would have been not happy with how it ended. If it still ended the same way, it just would have been drawn out more. Uh, we also learned that the Duncan Egg prequel show has gained a writer uh, as that prequel series continues to move forward. And then the, 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 they were filming a pilot for another prequel show for Game of Thrones that ultimately got canceled. They literally spent $30 million on the, um, they literally spent $30 million on the pilot 
and ultimately still canceled it. It's rare for a network to spend that much on a pilot and then just go, yeah, yeah, no, we're not feeling it. <laughs> they usually try to rework it. Granted, they don't spend that much before they rework it, but I, I just, I think it's funny that HBO just dumps all this money and then they're like, yeah, it's not that good. That's funny, but we're still getting the the House of House of uh, the Dragon show, so that is still coming next year. So. We are getting one prequel show, at least, and one spinoff, if you will. And then, uh, final bit of TV here. So, Hawkeye dropped last week. Uh, I didn't get to watch right away, but I, I did get to watch this week. And, um, yeah, I'm not feeling it at all, man. As of right now, it is the worst MCU show for me. I loved Loki. I really enjoyed What If. I did very much enjoy Falcon and Winter Soldier. Loki's still the best. I did like parts of WandaVision. I don't hate it like other people do. But I just, I don't care about Hawkeye. I don't care about Kate Bishop. And the show's kind of boring. And like, uh, I was talking to a friend, uh, Scott, who runs the 101 League actually. And he's just like, they're trying so hard to to make me want to care about these characters. And it's like, I don't care. The sad part is, and I, you know, I, I might be biased because I like the Green Arrow more and I loved Arrow. And like, I cared more about Oliver Queen in two episodes of never knowing much about Green Arrow when Arrow started forever ago than I do about Hawkeye. And I've seen him in what, like five or six MCU movies now? Like, I just don't care about Hawkeye compared to uh, to other characters in the MCU that, that could have gotten a show. And, yeah, I just, and Kate Bishop, like, it's, it, she's kind of annoying right now. And no, no offense to Haley Steinfeld, she's a great actress. I just, I, I, I just don't care for the show. I don't, it's, it's, the writing is kind of boring. I literally fell asleep watching an episode. Like, it, it's just kind of not great. And I, I don't know if it's because the action hasn't picked up or or what, but I, I just, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't care for it so far. And, I, I mean, I'm going to finish it just because. But, like, I don't know, man. I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling it at all. At all. And that is it for TV. As we now transition into our silver screen talk. Our movie talk. What are we going to call it? I don't know. Just movie talk. Yeah. Hey. You guys like the gorillas? I'm happy. Feeling sad. I got sunshine. In a bag. Anyway. The gorillas are getting a full length animated feature film on netflix that's strange to me i i don't know man that's interesting for sure i don't know i don't know how i feel about that i like i get it they're like not real right they're uh they're like a, a, a just a fictional band technically i i guess i i think it could work Probably could. I'm going to watch it. I do enjoy the gorillas and their music, but 
Very interesting for sure. You, you would never expect them to get a movie. That's cool, though. Also, so Zack Snyder always posts on, on Vero. That's the app he uses. And and some people think he was teasing his next DC project because it had like an image of Darkseid or something. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. I don't think he's going to be working on a DC project anytime soon. He is working on his own stuff. I mean, he just signed a deal to make a new movie. I don't remember with Netflix or someone. I, I don't think he's making a DC movie for, for quite a while. If he is, I'm super stoked. I'm super happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a huge Zack Snyder fan. I would love it. I just, I don't think it's happening. I don't think DC, uh, as much as they should restore the Snyderverse, it's it's not going to get fully restored in its entirety, right? Like, it's, it's going to be... A, a version of it, but not not the one we all want and, and hope for. Um, obviously, Zach's not going to be at the helm of it, but it's it's going to continue in different ways. So, no, I don't think he was teasing his new DC project. I, I think people are being a little uh, overzealous there, but uh, one can hope, right? One can hope. And then, uh, speaking of the, the, the Snyderverse, Birds of Prey, which was recently re-added to HBO Max, was accidentally, uh, censored by HBO. And, uh, apparently they put out the, like, TV version of it. Uh, granted, they, they found out what happened and fixed it right away. Uh, so you can get the glorious R-rated version on HBO Max as it was intended to be watched. Uh, no more worrying about watching the edited-for-TV version. Uh, and Canto wins the Thanksgiving box office with $40 million, which is kind of tame for this year, especially on a big holiday weekend. But it is a Disney movie. But it's different than all the rest. Uh, Red Notice, that new Netflix film starring The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds has become Netflix's most watched film ever. Uh, the Rock even said it. But yeah, literally the the most watched Netflix film ever. Uh, it does have a thirty five percent rotten score, uh, but the the user rating is about ninety two percent. So looks like the users like it, the critics hate it. So it seems like it's just one of those like popcorn movies turn your brain off movie, which I'm all for. I do need to watch that. I still haven't watched Jungle Cruise and uh, I'll get there. I'll get there. So many other things to watch. Anyway, uh, moving on. No Way Home, right? Spider-Man No Way Home. We are 16 days away. Well, tickets went on sale on Sunday or Monday. They literally broke several movie theaters' websites because of how big it was. It has the biggest pre-sale amount since Avengers Endgame. So people are stoked, more stoked to see Spider-Man No Way Home than any other movie this year. Um, and it actually surpassed Avengers Endgame on Fandango. So this movie is looking to open up at Several hundred million dollars, maybe the biggest movie of the pandemic, maybe the biggest movie in a few years. Um, 
That's crazy. This looks like it's going to be the biggest Spider-Man movie in, in several years. Um, wow. We'll see what, what happens, though. But the best news to come out of this so far is that the uh, Sony and Marvel... Uh, Sony and Marvel have agreed and signed Tom Holland on for three more Spider-Man movies set in the MCU. That is right. We're going to have six total Spider-Man movies in the MCU. That is wild. That is wild. And, and it's funny because just a few weeks ago, Tom Holland was like, I don't know if I want to play Spider-Man forever. If I'm a certain age and still playing Spider-Man, like something's wrong, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, clearly, clearly they wrote him a big enough check. Because he is willing, he is willing to hop on and continue to make Spider-Man. And I am very excited at this possibility. You know, this could be what Michael Keaton was hinting at about how um, he's suiting up his Vulture again. I, it, who knows? Because, I, granted, they turn, these, the, they turn these Spider-Man movies out way quicker than they do some other MCU movies. I mean, heck, it's only been... It's literally only been two years since Far From Home came out. So it'll be interesting, though, to see how quickly they, they churn out these other MCU movies, uh, these other Spider-Man MCU movies, and how they, they fit into the rest of it. And honestly, we don't even know what's going to happen after no, uh, no Way Home. So speculation abound. Obviously, everyone thinks that Andrew Garfield and Toby are in it. We don't know yet, though. Um, but... We're just a couple weeks away from Spider-Man No Way Home. I do have my tickets. I am going on that Sunday. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what happens with the return of both Doc Ock and Green Goblin. I'm very, very excited here, folks. You don't understand. I am I am very excited. Very, very excited. Um, and uh, so, Zorro, right? It is night. Anyway, that's the old Disney song. Zorro, right? The the masked... I don't, what do you want to call... I don't know what you want to call him, but... He, he, like, fights oppression, right? Well, I don't know who thought this would be a good idea, but apparently they want to make a new Zorro. It's going to be called Zorro 2.0. And instead of him being, like, a swashbuckling hero in, like, Mexico, he's going to be a hacker whose name is Zorro. With zeros. No, Hollywood. No. This is no, just no. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. When people hear Zorro, they expect a, like, man in a mask and a hat with a sword to bust in and fight some conquistadors or some Spaniards or some shit. Like, not a keyboard warrior, okay? Like, this is, no. No. No, Hollywood, stop. Just no. A key, a, a hacker? A hacker. Really, dudes? Are you guys that bunk for ideas? A hacker? Come on, man. This is lame, dude. Like, you could totally make a Zorro movie in today's world and leave it swashbuckling, right? As a pulp hero. I just, I, that's really dumb. And then in, uh, this is the, this is it, the final news for today. But Danny DeVito has said that he would totally, totally, totally work with um, 
he would totally work with Tim Burton again to be the Penguin again. And I love to hear that, right? Especially considering that we're getting, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman again. So he was speaking with Forbes, and he said that, quote, one of the highlights of my career, unquote, was playing the Penguin in 1992's Batman Returns. Uh, He said, quote, I feel like it's not out of the question that the Penguin will return someday, but this is all up to Tim, whether or not Tim wants to do this. I would say that could be in the cards because we ain't dead yet. We could do a continuation of what we had in the past because that was truly a brilliant movie. They afforded me that opportunity and I feel very grateful and I would like to revisit it. Why not? It was a really great moment in time for me, unquote. Oof. If they could find a way to bring him back and like do something with Michael Keaton's Batman again, like if if it if people like him in the Flash movie, like I would be so stoked. Like you don't understand how stoked I would be. I'd be so happy because I love I love those movies, right? I love those movies. I love the Tim Burton Batman. They are literally the best Batman movies. I don't care what anyone says. The Nolan films do not hold a candle to the... um, They just do not hold a candle to the the Burton films. They're, They're literally the best. Anyone who says otherwise is just ignoring reality, ignoring facts... Without the Burton Batmans, you wouldn't have, you just, you wouldn't have a lot of what you have today with, with things. So it's like, that, that's the best thing about those movies. And he was honestly an amazing, and I mean this a lot, he was an amazing penguin. There, like, no one else could be the penguin other than DeVito. It was great. It was great. And if, if they find a way to, to do it again, I'd be so, so, so happy. Um, so I, I can't wait to see it. If, if it does happen, I would love to see it happen, I should say. But who knows? But it's so great. And I can't wait if it actually happens. Anyway, that's it for Nixner News this week. Thank you guys uh, for listening. Um... As always, you know, check out nixnerdnews.com, and uh, that way you guys can listen to the show right in your browser, or you can find links to our Spotify, our Google Podcast, our Apple Podcast pages. Uh, also, while you're there, check out our, our socials tab. You can see our, our feeds from Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all fun. Always posting fun memes. And uh, if not, just search Nixner News on your preferred social media platform of choice. Also, check out our friends over at the 101 League. Um, Super Smash Melee returns this week. I will be there this week. Uh, sign up at smash.gg slash the 101 league if you guys want to play in our Melee tournaments. And uh, that's what's going on. Ultimate's taking a break until the new year. Um, FGC Night returns, I think, either next week or the week after. Then we'll take a quick break again for Christmas. But uh, yeah. The 101 League, partners over there, nixnernews.com, follow us on social medias. And with that, I'll catch you guys on the flip side.